Today, Brittany Griner is released from Russian jail. Project Veritas exposes another groomer in a Chicago school, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is under congressional investigation. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and today's episode is brought to you by Healthy Cell. They've got a ton of different awesome multivitamins that come in a little gel pack where you're going to get maximum absorption. We use their multivitamin every single day and they've got a ton more that we use. So you can go to HealthyCell.com slash news. That is HealthyCell.com slash news. Use code news for 20% off of your first order. I'm joined today by Jakub Uyens, Belize TV contributor and host of The Bottom line also joined by Belize TV host and power hour superstar <laughs> Stu Bergier, of, co- of course host of Stu Does America and in case you haven't heard there is a little power hour going on tomorrow mm, going to be a total mess yeah yes and I you're going to be imagine. overseeing it okay. I mean I, overseeing it I would put in quotes oh. I'm not sure how much overseeing I can do. I always try and I'm not quite sure if I ever really get there but you keep inviting me back so I guess I haven't done enough for you to fire me no no we appreciate you and your very classy drinking uh, <laughs> habits on the air as we try to talk politics and it gets starts out okay and it gets worse and worse and worse mm. and worse and worse as we go well just make sure to tune in uh, this is tomorrow of course Friday December 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern you can find it uh, on the Stu Does America YouTube channel Correct? Yes. Okay. Check it out there, 9 p.m. Eastern, right after my normal show airs. Uh, it'll be right there, and it'll be a lot of fun, uh, though we may have to pull it. Usually, afterwards, I usually have a horror, like a, a attack of horror in the middle of the night that I think that we should just delete it off the internet immediately. <laughs> uh, but so far, hasn't had any real consequences. Skipped it up. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So, news of the day here, other than Power Hour obviously, which is the top story. Uh, in February, you guys may recall WNBA, well, you may not recall because nobody really watches the WNBA, but WNBA star Brittany Griner was arrested at a Moscow airport after being caught with marijuana vaping materials. Uh, she was sentenced in August to nine years in Russian prison. Earlier today, Griner was freed in a prisoner exchange for notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, who is an international criminal known as the Merchant of Death. So that sounds great, right? off the top. Um, He was arrested on terrorism (laughs) charges in 2008 by Thai police working with U.S. authorities and Interpol, and he was extradited uh, to the U.S. in 2010, later convicted in Manhattan federal court of smuggling arms, including anti-aircraft missiles, to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia for use against U.S. forces. So this is, to be clear, someone who is very, very keen to kill United States uh, citizens. He was serving a minimum of 25 years in prison. So this is the person who we exchanged uh, for Brittany Griner. I'm sure Vladimir Putin, very, very happy. I hope that Joe Biden is investigated for Russian collusion uh, directly with Putin because yeah, this right. seems to be something. Yeah. Collusion. This is collusion. That's what we always heard with President Trump anytime he made a decision that may have benefited uh, Vladimir Putin indirectly. This, I would argue, is a direct benefit uh, to Vladimir Putin. And I, I would just like to also throw into this because 
it's very difficult to comprehend this exchange when you think about, uh, you know, the, what the what they wanted the exchange to be, which was they had hoped to uh, win the release of Paul Whelan. This is a Michigan man and former Marine jailed in Russia since December 2018 on espionage charges that, of course, the United States government argues are baseless. Uh, but the deal, they said, Russia said, was just a one for one. So we took the WNBA star, who, by the way, uh, refuses to stand for the national anthem and said that she would not she would leave the court and would not be present when the national anthem is played. That is how much she cares about the country. And uh, we are going to leave in Russian jail uh, the the Marine who has been stranded there. The, the Marine who obviously forfeited his whole life as a, as, a, as an informant to defend and protect this country. The irony here is Brittany's going to come home and vape away at the same drug and, and, and you know, hopefully there was a lesson learned of consequence, but if you, life for a life, okay, but if you're talking about a trade, surely there's something else, Sarah, we could have traded. Maybe, hey, listen, Putin, we have some intelligence on another country, on your country, or maybe we have some other folks, but um, I just go back to George Bush, you know, no man left behind, and we are consistently under the Biden administration, leaving our Marines behind. We left them in the Middle East. We're leaving this guy. Now. When is the next opportunity to bring him home? Mm. I don't know if you get another opportunity. Yeah, you also have to wonder, uh, will Brittany Griner start standing for the national anthem mm -hmm. when she comes back? It's a good question. Maybe we could have made that part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, we also could have got a sixth round pick in 2025 if we could have really pushed, I right. think. It's possible. <laughs> uh, this is a bizarre, I mean, it's a really bizarre situation. There are th multiple parts of this. Number one, I am, look, happy that Brittany Griner is coming home. Yeah. She's a U.S. citizen, and yeah. even if she hates the flag and she's, you know, does not, I still want her here. She should not be in a Russian prison. Um, I, I'm glad that's not going on anymore. You know, I don't believe that Paul Whelan is a spy. I don't believe that. Right. Uh, I don't know whether to believe if Brittany Griner was actually had, you know, uh, drugs. She very well may have. I think it's consistent with some things that we know about her, mm -hmm. though it's a pretty big mistake to do that in Russia, whether there's a war going on or not. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm glad that she's coming home. Victor Boot, who is a uh, a legitimately uh, terrible, terrible human being who, I, though I will say, is the subject of an incredible movie, Lord of War, starring Nicolas Cage sort of based on his life and it's a great great movie one of my favorite obscure movies of all time um yeah wanted to i've go never back heard and, of it it's yeah well it was, <laughs> it was nicholas cage and it wasn't in the, the obscure uh, being the term obscure being the term <laughs> yeah, yeah but it is a real i mean it's a really really good one um it, but you know you learn a lot about him in this uh, even though his name has changed to, to protect their legal status at the time and the movie was made before he was even in prison uh he you know wound up exploiting the fall of the soviet union and going and basically Basically, clearing out tons of arms from uh, from you know Soviet satellite states that had you know they lost the Soviet central control, so they had no one was really watching what was going on. Mm -hmm. So people who worked there were like, yeah, sure, you can take ten thousand weapons at pennies on the dollar. He'd take those and then funnel them into civil wars in Africa on both mm -hmm. sides of the conflict. I mean, just disgusting things. When he finally was arrested in two thousand eight, they, uh, they he he was working with a, a Colombian terrorist group. Uh, he thought. Um, but it was actually an undercover agent from the U.S. And they asked him, they said, you know, he, the Colombian agent said, hey, these, we were going to be using these maybe to take down U.S. pilots. And Victor Boot responded, uh, we have the same enemy. 
and that's when they actually arrested him. Got him. him. Um, Got him. Yeah. So, like, this guy is not just some guy. We gave up one of the most wanted uh, yes. terrorists in the world mm-hmm. uh, for a center. Right. At least make it a center yeah. for the NBA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But do you, th- well, the NBA in China, they're in coach. But do you think maybe, according to the art of the deal, a former president maybe would have struck a better deal? But there's so much, it would have been so different. A right? different like, deal. Number one. Maybe we did get a two for one or a three for one, maybe, he, you know? Yeah, he never would have, he never would have yeah. made this deal. He certainly would have got both out in the yeah. first place yes. if he had made that deal. And yes. beyond that, probably Brittany Griner is never arrested because this war probably never never starts yep. in the first place. Right. So this is all, you know, you could put this at Biden's feet at some level. And look, I think there's an argument to be made and Whelan's brother today sort of made it. There's a, there's a part of me in a chivalry sense that says, you know what? I think that Marine probably would rather stay there and let a woman go free yes. and go back to the United States because these people are incredible people that don't think about themselves I all that often. That. I think that's probably true. Yeah. I don't know if the Biden administration can make that argument, though, because they can't even tell us what a woman is. That's true. <laughs> they don't know that they've just brought a woman back. They right. don't know that. Uh, yeah. They don't know that. But this but, is about but I'll fame, say right? this, but this for Brittany, though, yes. but the irony, though, uh, to double down, you would think Brittany right now would say, God bless America. Yeah. I love my country. I love my flag. I love the people. I was wrong. St- I was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, account- <clears throat> some accountability, which is right. why I said she'll just come back and vape away. What I meant by that is no accountability. Kneel for the flag. Yeah. That is a concern. You were just. You were it's just. Gonna hard to take. It's good. That's going to be hard to take. Right? Her, her taking a knee at the national anthem or whatever is going to be. So for just- all those that are saying, "No, nah, we left the marine behind," what they're saying is we left a God-fearing, country-loving defender of freedom for someone that's going to come trample on the freedom. But I guess that's what we get in America. We get freedom of wow. speech. Someone who also has more than a half decade more time to face in Russian prison than yeah. Brittany Griner did, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, I think, 16 years, you know, as a, as a quote-unquote spy as well. I mean, that is, uh, that's probably a different life than even Brittany Griner was facing. I don't think. I think they'll, they'll rather go save a beagle for Fauci to torture <laughs> than they'll bring a Marine back this administration. They don't care about our Marines at all. Mm. Well, uh, one of the Dallas Cowboys players, I thought this was kind of fascinating as I watched all of the reaction to Brittany Griner coming home. Um, he responded to the news that we had left, of course, this former Marine that we're discussing, Paul Whelan, and he said, wait, nah? We left a Marine? Hell nah. <laughs> and then he tweeted out later, um, this is actually deleted, uh, So, but he tweeted out later, this was directly to Joe Biden, he said, we still not voting for you in response to Joe Biden's tweet about Brittany Griner. But when you go to his Twitter, you won't see it because he had to delete it. He received so much pushback from other people. He responded with a follow-up that said, my last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner. I'm super happy she's back home as she should be. I just have family who have served and it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too. I'm the furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. You would think that this is the reasonable position, right? Like you don't. This is not just some, uh, you know, like uh, this is not a a binary choice all the time. You don't have to say, well, because you say we're still not voting for you because you left a Marine. You must be for Trump, right? You must not be happy that Brittany Griner is coming home. Like this is not a binary decision. This is not mutually exclusive. You should be allowed to say, like, I don't understand how that is not the reasonable position held by many Americans. So much so that he felt the need 
to delete the tweet like he was uh, betraying someone, yeah. right, by, by, by tweeting it. But I also want to share with you guys Randy Weingarten, who is just the worst. Uh, her response to the president's tweet was, what a great relief, extraordinary news, a basketball star, but also a gay black woman is released. And yes, of course, we want other prisoners like Paul Whelan is released. I'm like, what? What's it, what what does that to do with anything? Thank you. No, because now we have affirmative action in bringing our people <laughs> right, right in prison. Seriously. You have yeah. to check the boxes. You got to check the box and come home. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, apparently. Well, well, I served. I checked the box. Are you gay or black? Are you gay or black? Well, I wear the flag. I put my life on that. Which we don't flag? Have that box. Which flag? The rainbow flag? No, the American flag. You get flag. a check for the, that. The rainbow no, flag. You don't get a check for that. No, the American flag is what he's wearing. Right, There's I no know. check for that. Yeah, exactly. All Marines should be appalled at this. And hey, Micah, go Micah. Also the sack leader in the NFL, an incredible player for the Dallas Cowboys. Don't worry. They'll cheer him Sunday. They will. Uh, first of all, don't you dare make me like Michael Parsons. <laughs> you have I'm going to do like it, I hate it. I'm going to do it. I hate this. Uh, look, uh, he's Stu, already terrifies me. Stu, uh, he in is, this uh, moment, I need to get you on the record. <laughs> no, I, you are supporting <laughs> Michael Parsons. Or go look, on the record uh, that you don't. I, are you with Brittany on this? I am a person who believes that Micah Parsons <laughs> it's not tweeted something that I admire, but I cannot say positive things about him. Just, you just it's did. a part of my religious value <laughs> to you hate just, the Cowboys. You just call um, him No, I gotta say, don't, please don't make me like him. I don't <laughs> want to like him. Uh, you know, look, I, this, so, it's kind of a brave stance for anybody to yeah. say something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. And, you know, one of the funny parts about this is after he tweeted this uh, stupid Jamel Hill, the idiotic oh. reporter formerly of ESPN, came out and said, uh, you know, posted something that said, like, if, if just the tiniest bit of reading, you wouldn't tweet something so uninformed, uh, saying that he, um, uh, she, there, there was a choice between uh, Whelan and, and, right. and Griner. And then she posts a screenshot from an article which ends saying they had a choice between Waylon and Griner and they chose Griner. And like, I, like in her own tweet, she's like, that's the tiniest bit of reading. And she misspells Waylon's name. So oh, just the oh, tiniest God. bit of reading would, of your own screenshot, <laughs> That's would right. have told you how to spell the name and also what occurred in the story. But interesting part about that is it seems to be been stealth edited now out of the story. Oh. Initially said there was a choice, then the White House maybe got involved a little bit, and now there wasn't so much of a choice, which is really, really, uh, you know, uh, upsetting. Um, you know, I, I, I think like, look. This is difficult business. Trading yeah. prisoners is never easy. I, you know, it's hard to make choices like this. But it really, it really, it does seem hard to believe mm-hmm. that any competent negotiator could not get both of these people. Remember, you know, Whelan is a, is a, is a Marine, but he was not there in a capacity as a Marine. Right. He, you know, he was a former Marine. He's a guy at an airport. That is basically the extent of what of what actually happened here. Um, you but know, still you're aligning it to the asset that you're offering up, though. Yeah, and the right. asset the you're asset offering up is right. one of their most, right. I mean, it's a right. very highly desired asset for them. Not that we want to bargain two for one on human beings, but if you're looking at basketball, versus a true malicious member of their society and culture that they want back. That's leverage. Mm. It should be. And it sh- it's absolutely worth two average citizens. I mean, you know, and the other part about this, which is funny, is you get this idea that, uh, you know, Willen was a, served our country, right? Yes. He, he was over, he was not, th- I mean, I don't think he was there That's spying. Right. That is definitely the accusation, but I don't believe it at all. Uh, but beyond that, you know, 
what was Brittany Griner doing over there? Remember, when she was over there and she was detained, the, the pitch from the media was, well, they just don't pay WNBA people enough, and she had to go over there and earn more money over in Russia. Can you believe they do this to these athletes? You know, think about if this was somebody else. Somebody who currently in this country makes over $200,000 a year, $220,000 a year, plus tons in endorsements, is forced to go over to Russia to earn an extra $500,000 a year because she's not compensated enough. If the skin color were different, if mm -hmm. the politics were different, mm -hmm. this would be an evil one percenter mm -hmm. who makes so much money yeah, and right? is so greedy they have she to go. She is a one percenter. Right. She is a one percenter. Mm -hmm. She is someone who is in the top one percent of earners here yep. in this country yep. and went over there because she wanted to be in the top point one percent mm -hmm. of earners in this country. Which is her right. Which is absolutely break the laws right. of the country. Should not go to prison for it. I'm glad no. she's home but like the media is just so in the pocket and they present these stories in totally different ways i cannot believe you would say that about a gay black woman um, <laughs> yeah. we gotta take a quick but he likes micah yeah. i never said that we gotta take stop a break. being right micah <laughs> first we want to thank our sponsor home title lock uh look whether you like to admit it to yourself or not just like the fact that Stu likes micah parsons no! sometimes the bad guys really are out there and they can make things difficult in your life if you are not prepared for them listen to what one of the former bad guys a home title thief has to say. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what he's calling you? After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud, and you could be a victim and not even know it. Here is how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. you got to go to HomeTitleLock.com, use promo code RADIO, and register your address for a no-obligation home title report. That's going to be a $100 value for free over at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Project Veritas uh, just doing great work lately. They have exposed Joseph Bruno, this is the Dean of Students at the Francis W. Parker School in Chicago for bringing in an LGBTQ center to teach students there. These, I'm talking about minor students about butt plugs, dildos, and other sexual topics, watch. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using lube versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. Well, they're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do, like, how does this work? That's a really like part of my job. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you'll be shocked to hear that after the video went viral, the school deleted their entire Twitter. They just nuked it from the planet. It does <laughs> not currently exist anymore. They also issued this letter to their community. Uh, they said that they deeply care about the health, well-being, and development of their students. That's why we're heartbroken to learn that one of our colleagues' works have been severely misrepresented for a malicious purpose. They called Project Veritas far right, and uh, they said that he was targeted by this group and misled to believe he was conversing 
meeting with another conference attendee over a coffee. He was filmed without his knowledge. You guys, do you hear this? This guy's the victim. This mm. poor guy teaching children about butt plugs and dildos. Poor little butt plug Bruno over there is, is the victim of this far-right activist group somehow Taking his words out of context, I can't figure out in what context that that would be okay. Um, and they said they are sickened by this group's deceptive tactics, their invasion during a people of color conference and their attack mm, on the, the LGBTQ plus community. And of course, no apology, no nothing. So I sent an email to the school a request for comment and I told them we were running a story about their dean who discussed giving sex toys to minors. Was the school aware this was happening? Will the dean continue to hold his position? What would the school say to parents or members of your community who find it inappropriate that your high-level employee would be exposing children to sexual content? Uh, their response, of course, kind of mimicked the response that they gave to their community, uh, acting as if this guy was the victim. And they said, Parker administrators and Parker's board of trustees support Parker's programming, the strength and inclusivity of our curriculum, and the dedicated and talented faculty and staff that teach it, to which I had a little bit of follow-up. I said, thanks so much for the response. Might I ask if you could explain how it was deceptive? If that's the case, we need to be able to call that out. For instance, he mentioned teaching minor children about butt plugs. In what context was he discussing butt plugs and dildos in a way the school finds acceptable? Shockingly, I received no answer. Why not? Because the school that's feigning victimhood obviously knows there is absolutely no context in which providing butt plugs and dildos to children as young as 14 is ever acceptable. In fact, it should be criminal, yet the administrators are happy to pay perverted grown men to groom these students. Parents are paying as much as $42,000 for their children to go to this school. Are they taught math? I don't know. Do they excel at English? Probably not, but gosh darn it, they sure are well-versed on whether they want to use lube or spit when they perform queer anal sex on their partner. And let's talk about Joseph Bruno for a second. Uh, oh, whoops, wrong, no, that's, that's the wrong picture. No, Joseph Bruno, thank you. I'd say the red <laughs> flags uh, are there, that this guy wants to diddle children, or at the very least, help your children diddle each other. Uh, those red flags are already there, right there in that picture. Parents, you gotta wake up. We are not conspiracy theorists or over-exaggerating when we tell you they are coming for your children in the schools. They are coming for your children in the media they consume. They can lie and victimize themselves all they want by claiming that they were targeted as if they aren't the ones targeting your children with their perversions every single day. They are coming for your children in every way possible until you finally pay attention, stand up, and say enough. I feel like a freaking broken record, but we keep seeing these stories and somehow, inexplicably, there are parents who continue paying tens of thousands of dollars a year to send their children to listen to this sexual deviancy. Like it blows my freaking mind. Sarah, can I, yeah, no, I just, I just want to <laughs> applaud and thank you and, and, and you know, this is, this is our, I mean, look at this guy. This is our life. No, he's a he's a complete pedo, and he's not. He's a pedophile. He's a creep. Allegedly. And, and, allegedly. No, he's not. A, no, he's not. He's not allegedly. No, no, he, no allegedly. We don't, I don't think she's accusing him of that. No, exactly. well, well, I'm just saying, when you start sexualizing children, something's very wrong with you, and you actually need help. And remember, hurt people hurt people. But now we're celebrating hurt people. We're, cel we're celebrating the dysfunction 
uh, of society because we must be woke. Um, this is why, and I want to talk s shamelessly, selfishly, I want to talk about House Bill 3702 in Oklahoma that we wrote, Stu. I wrote it, it passed Governor Stitt. And it takes a guy like this in Oklahoma today, the law, and the parents have direct line of suit against him. They can go class action against him. He's got no cover. If he lived in Oklahoma today, he's got no cover by the school board, the state school board, the superintendent. Mm. That's why we have to write laws like that. This is why parents, Sarah, pull your kid out of that school mm -hmm. immediately and then fight for the state to bring laws like House Bill 3702 in Oklahoma into your state, which Sean Reyes, by the way, is bringing into Utah right now. We're hoping Texas will bring it in. But now we've got to write laws to protect children against creepos like this because the school board, the superintendent, mm -hmm. the state will not. They endorse it. They mm -hmm. like it. Yeah, I mean, you saw right there. He's the this, victim. Right, he's the victim. You saw the school's press release. I mean, they certainly treated him as, oh, my gosh, this poor guy trying to sexualize our children got targeted in a, a, a conversation that he didn't consent to being recorded in. Boo-hoo. You know, it's funny that that's their answer to every time Project does this, right? Especially the, especially this organization. They just say they're a far-right organization. They deceptively edit videos. They were attacking our, our wonderful people, right. right? Like, it's just this shtick. And it's like, I can understand how, like, MSNBC personalities might, like, go, yeah, they're bad, they're on the right, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that works in the political sense, but... As you point out, this is a letter to parents. Right. Parents actually care, right? You'd think. They, they, wouldn't, they don't care about the no. political points being scored here. What they care about is, did this actually happen to their children? Right. Now, maybe this guy, I, I mean, like... The deceptive editing is, is, a, is a ridiculous claim here because you have it all together <laughs> yeah, where he's talking about second. presenting it to no. children and watching the children play with the stuff. So, like, <laughs> like the, there's what? no, it's such a dumb argument. But what, like, where is, like, the redeemable comment, the, the follow-up comment that, like, makes that redeemable? Right, like, the, right, there's nothing. I, I, this would be a funny thing if it happened. Like, I don't know, what, what could you say after yeah, That's it? not a deep fake. No, that is reality. That is not a deep fake. And, like, me, like, I don't know, what's the best case scenario? here this guy is just trying to impress someone at a conference and lying maybe this didn't even happen but like if you are the school <laughs> do you not want to get to the bottom of they this Stu, this is probably the bad no, terminology Stu, this in this particular instance <laughs> no yeah well you, they get to the bottom trust me they get, unfortunately they get to the bottom of of children uh. but but here's here's the deal though Stu. this is a stress test on culture mm. This is a stress test on the American culture, and we're not responding accurately. You think a school would say, oh, hell no. You think the parents today would be in uproar outside the schools at the gates, not dropping the kids off in this sexualization camp, but they're not. And, and they're, they're testing the stress point of the American culture, and you know what the result is? They're, they're not fighting back yet. Let's keep pushing. Mm. Let's go deeper. Yeah. Let's go younger. Let's sexualize the five-year-old until the parent will do what you expect them to do. And I'm going to, let's watch over the next week. I want to see if that school's parents, the other parents, actually will throw their woke ideology out the window and go, hell no. I bet they're not going to do it. And that's why it's in culture. That's why the response to Sarah is, well, they tricked him. He's mm -hmm. the victim. Mm -hmm. Because society is not pushing back yet. To, we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it, you know, it's starting to happen a little bit, and I think it's around. Little kids, bit, right? little yeah. bit yeah. A little bit late. A little bit late, I will agree. But I, uh, on tonight's uh, Studios America, I talked to uh, a woman who's an executive at 
uh, Levi's. She is going to, she was like second in line to be CEO. And she came out in, in March 2020 and started saying, hey, you know, I don't think we should be shutting down these schools. March 2020, she's doing this in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Now, she describes herself as left of left of center. Right. She's no conservative. Right. She's, you know, I think seen the light on some of the things since all this happened. But just for advocating for public school kids, because all of her friends, all the other co-workers there, the executives had their kids in private schools and they were back in school in California. But she was fighting for her kids and the other public school kids because she decided to send her kids to public school. She's a high ranking executive at Levi's just for her advocating for kids to be able to be allowed in school during COVID, a view that has been obviously vindicated Mm -hmm. by the science of the situation over and over again. It was right then, obviously. It's even more blatant to everybody now that it was right. She lost her job. She got fired. She, her entire career was blown up. She's now speaking out about it. And I, I talked to her uh, tonight. So it's, 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 it's riveting because this, what, when this is the challenge, when you do stand up and say, you know, I don't want my kids playing with sex toys during school, the average person faces real consequences. But it's when you do it alone. Billy Graham said, I cannot stand alone on a hill. They'll pick me off. Moses himself needed two guys to raise his arms. China is showing you an uprising against the government. There needs to be an uprising here by the public against this woke culture. Uh, All right, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Manscaped. So if you're looking for something for your man this holiday season, they've got everything you need for your man's stocking. Uh, Listen, they've changed 7 million men for the better. You can get 20% off plus free shipping over at manscaped.com with code Sarah. That's S-A-R-A. You don't need the H. It's just an extra unnecessary letter. (laughs) They've got a best-selling product. It's the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside, you will find their lawnmower body trimmer and the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Guys, your women want you clean cut. They don't want the nose hairs coming out of the nose or the ear hairs coming out of the ears. All right. So this is to consider it a gift for your uh, husband and also a gift for yourself. Okay. Uh, order now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. This is perfect. Trust me, he will thank you for this, ladies. Get 20% off and free shipping over at manscaped.com with code Sarah, manscaped.com, promo code Sarah. Yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre said it would be a mistake if uh, the government were to repeal the vaccine, the vaccine mandate for military members, watch. What we think happened here is uh, Republicans in Congress have decided that they rather uh, rather fight against the health and well-being of our troops than protecting them. And we believe that it is a mistake what we saw, uh, what we saw happen on the NDAA as it relates to the vaccine mandate. Uh, Earlier today, the House passed the annual defense authorization bill. This is, of course, what she was referring to, the NDAA, uh, sending this $847 billion measure to the Senate for consideration ahead of the end of year deadline. This is about a $45 billion increase from the amount requested by Joe Biden earlier this year. Uh, They said to address the effects of inflation on the Pentagon. And uh, it was passed in bipartisan 350 to 80 vote. Um, But I want to... uh, I just want to like go through kind of what this means in regards to the vaccine mandates. So the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for military personnel will be repealed for 30 days 
after the bill is signed into law. Um, and Chip Roy was kind of trying to dispel some rumors about what all this means. He said uh, why he tweeted out a bunch of reasons why the GOP should oppose the bill, including uh, why it fails to address the issue of vaccine mandates in the military. So he said that uh, the bill is being voted on suspension of the rules, which is absurd. Read the vax mandate. It takes 30 days and is not permanent and it does not fix retaliation, does not clear records and does not reinstate uh, any of of these military members. And he has proposed a bill that would do all of these things, which of course I am sure will never come up for discussion. The Senate will send it flying through because as we've seen, we just have Democrats and Democrat lights uh, in Congress. We don't actually have anyone with any sort of balls to push back on all of this. And now like, that's not even talking about the spending. Right. Like exactly. I'm just talking about the vaccine mandate issue yeah. and the repealing of that. I'm not even touch. You guys are welcome to touch the spending. But like that's a whole nother can of worms that we have to open. Stu. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you said we don't have uh, we have Democrats and Democrats like Chip Roy is a good example of someone who's not in that right. category. Right. You know, he does a really good job. And there's and only a handful of them. There's though. only a handful. And we can we can improve that situation. Uh, we really should improve that situation. We should not be in worship of uh, incumbents like many, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. many districts are. Uh, we were a little, talking about this a little bit off the air. You know, it, it, we see sometimes we try to find these these candidates and they get they get in like, you know, I mean, Dr. Oz is a good example of the wrong candidate for the wrong state. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you're in a purple state. He's not really he was not the right guy for that for a hundred different reasons. But there are places like Texas, for example, where you have senators like John Cornyn, who pretty much sucks. <laughs> and uh, it, it, there's no reason Texas has to have a candidate like that. Mitt no. Romney in Utah is another one. I would <laughs> say, uh, yes, he's up at 2024, guys. He's the type of person you can you primary and win against and then even if you have someone who's very conservative who wins in that primary they will also win statewide you throw somebody like that into maine you know i you know probably susan collins is as good as we can get in maine right now let's work long term to change that that's the political side of this i mean as far as the vaccine goes there was never there was never any reason to uh, to uh, to do this with military members in particular what you're talking about is a group of in shape 25 year olds like <laughs> you want to talk about people who are not at risk for covid that's your like test population for it it never made any sense it should be gone um you know I, i'm nervous that if chip roy's worried about it he's the type of guy who actually looks at the details of the bill yep. and doesn't just sign on on the headlines so that's very very concerning i you know there i had a little bit of hope here that they actually did put this in hopefully it does some good for some of the military members i mean listen like i yaku i want to get your thoughts here but it's a a 4,400 right. page bill. That's right. That they they've they just gave them like Who's going to read that? Right, on Tuesday. And when? They've clearly not had enough time to read all of this. 39 hours. All of that's on Right, uh, but all of this is on purpose. Of course. I, 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 that was what I was I'm so glad you said that. Who reads 4,400 pages? And this is not reading a storybook. This is very nuanced with incredible legal language mm-hmm. in it. Hidden mm-hmm. little little, you know, gems here for it will surprise us two years down the road. Load it. And so with and he says with 39 hours to review. I mean, it's not physically it's not possible. No. It's it's on purpose. But, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, why? Why press the vaccine on the military? Yes. We understand 25 year olds in shape. Obviously, they got to pass physicals that are that are right. extreme. It's control. Mm-hmm. It's if you can take them at the same time when you want to disarm Americans 
You want to control the military. You want to show the military that we own you and you will do as we say. It's all just control. I was hoping that the bill would actually restore some of the damage. Right? Yeah, and I think right. that's what Chip is talking about. Yes. Can we reinstate people? Can we... I don't think, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm with you. There's low-hanging fruit around the country where we should have victories in our own party, mm-hmm. removing yeah. the bad apples from our own party. And yet, I don't think we're focusing on those. You know, what, what just happened with McConnell and the guys, they threw $14 million into a state, right, in the midterms, and we lost Myra Flores on the border. Mm. And they gave her no money. And so it's, we're focusing in the wrong place, I think. Uh, but yes, those victories... <clears throat> maybe like a Sean Rahas in Utah, Attorney General running great. around against mm-hmm. Mitt Romney or something like that. But we need to, we need to take some territory back in our own party. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Forty-four hundred pages, Sarah. Yesterday, the House Ethics Commission announced that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is under congressional investigation. In a statement, the committee said the acting chairwoman and acting ranking member of the Committee of Ethics have jointly decided to extend the matter regarding Representative AOC, which was transmitted to the committee by the Office of Congressional Ethics on June 23rd, 2022. Now, they didn't release any information directly on why the committee didn't release any information directly on why they were investigating her, but there are reports surfacing that it could be connected to her acceptance of Met Gala tickets back in 2021. Uh, This is a tweet from Chad Pergram, a Fox News correspondent, that says the American Accountability Foundation asked the Office of Congressional Ethics to look into Ocasio-Cortez accepting tickets to the Met's Museum Gala in 2021. We don't know if it's connected, um, but one complaint alleged that she violated rules because she accepted free tickets to the event, which would normally be allowed if it was a charity event and the tickets were provided by the organizers, but they filed this complaint uh, arguing that she should not have been able to accept the ticket because invitations are controlled by a for-profit company and uh, tables at the event are similarly sponsored by corporate entities. Now, this was, of course, the, uh, the infamous event where she wore the that dress. dress that said tax the rich, um, which, you know, we could get into why all of that was complete and total garbage. But um, I, I don't I'm not sure that we're going to see accountability here. And I wish that it was something that was like more important and sticky. Yeah. However, you know, all of this is going on all the time. And it would be great if, if yeah. groups continue to call it out on, on both sides of the aisle, by the way. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, everyone's getting favors. There's getting major backroom pay for deals. play and right. backroom deals. But 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 so often, though, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's normally an ethics issue mm-hmm. that's so obvious. And if you're breaking the law, that would not be the night to draw attention and wear the dress. Mm. You know, but but it's dumb is as dumb does, right? So yeah, like, very her, stupid. Yeah, her very argument stupid. be, I actually am so dumb, I didn't realize Correct. that I was breaking mm. the rule? What uh, would convict her if, if she made that argument? Everyone <laughs> would believe her immediately. Yeah. Um, because yeah. she is that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I think you're right. I think that actually is a really good point. She can kind of get out of anything, I think, for a while by just repeating that over and over again. <laughs> She's very stupid. She does not understand things like garbage disposals, let alone uh, ethics <laughs> laws. Uh, so what are you going to do? Uh, you know, and the, uh, the dress was so ridiculous. The, that Dude, the, the, the tickets were free, though. No problem. They're free. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. That's, Shouldn't I mean, everything that's should be free. About, right, everything she, free is right. 
yeah. should just be free. But she was so brave, though. Going so into brave. that crowd and saying, yeah. tax the rich. All those people who vote, you know, Democrat 97% of the time. What a brave stance mm. to take to those people who completely agree with you in every single way, no matter what. Uh, it's just embarrassing. I mean, she really is an embarrassment, but an incredible asset to conservatives. If she wasn't there, we'd have to make her up. Like, if she wasn't there, we'd have to all say, there's people out there that think like that. But then there she is. She actually is there in front of us all the time to give us nah, an example. Nah, you've got the president for that. Well, yeah, but he's an idiot. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess well, they're both idiots. <laughs> so he, but he is a different kind of idiot, I guess is what I would okay. say. He's, he's a, his, his brain is, is leaving us idiot right, right? He, like, she is a the brain was never there yes that's <laughs> fair that's a good that's a good line to draw you know again we try to do both sides of the issues here that's a bipartisan take we're saying these two people are both dumb in different ways <laughs> okay but the most important part of the story do you say gala or gala Ooh, that's interesting depends where you're from gala. Where, we, like where, gala. where we're coming from south africa it's it's gala gala yeah i like gala i, I have to like will myself to say gala because i always just want to say gala and i don't know why because when you look at it it should be gala mm-hmm. i think you can get away with both though okay they do See, again bipartisan coverage gala and gala yeah but we're listen we just Sue we is very to, bipartisan <laughs> yeah, that's me that's it that's what i'm doing we're just trying to make everyone ha- yeah we're just we're just trying to bring everyone together here in america i mean we're not really, but we'll pretend that we are. Um, all right, we've got we've got uh, one more story coming up after the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> I, I, it really is. Last night, Kirk Cameron went on Tucker Carlson to discuss how libraries will not allow him to hold readings of his new Christian children's book. Uh, by the way, these are oftentimes the same libraries that host these pro-LGBTQ drag queen storytime hour events. Watch. So they wouldn't let you read this book? This book was banned in libraries? How controversial is this book? Well, it's a book that teaches biblical wisdom through the seasons of life to children and the value of growing the fruit of the spirit, like love, joy, kindness, patience, gentleness, self-control. And I wanted to do a book reading at a public library, and I was denied by over 50 woke libraries that have hosted drag queen story hours. Uh, One of the most outrageous denials was uh, Alameda County Public Library that said they didn't want that book teaching kids biblical values. Um, while at the same time they're hosting a gender name change clinic tomorrow. Mm. Uh, One Rhode Island library, by the way, said, we are a very queer-friendly library. Our messaging does not align. A branch of the San Diego Public Library suggested that he would not garner an audience because of, quote, how diverse their community was. And now, Stu, do you see what I'm saying? America, the addict, has not hit rock bottom yet. Mm. We are not under the stress test pushing back. We're not. We think we are. It's so few. Yeah. Not, not at your own political risk in society, at the tennis club and the golf club. Maybe yelling at the television. But no, go have lunch with your girlfriends and be the only one to say, damn it, we're going to stop exploiting children and rally the troops. That's not happening yet. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I mean, luckily, Kirk is kind of p- pushing back here. I think this is a smart mm-hmm. thing to do. And it's it's interesting because, like, you, there's a there's a world where you could be somewhat comfortable with, okay, there's all sorts of different things in a library, kind of anything goes. Not with kids, but, like, okay, we'll, we'll hold any, any book in the library. Right. Uh, but when 
when there's something really over the line, hardcore pornography in some of these books, uh, the, and someone tries to say, hey, this is inappropriate, they call it book burning, mm-hmm. right? They call mm-hmm. it, they, they compare it to Nazi book burning. Right. Why don't they, why does it, where's the media on this? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they allow Kirk Cameron, a famous person, to come in and read a book about the Bible? Because right? they like, worship Satan, they're anti-God. Right, it's clearly, they, they don't, yeah. they, do, they want to burn books more than anybody. Yeah. Yes. It's always the left. It's, yes. You can't, with the government that we all want, which is a government that is limited in its scope, you can't have a Nazi regime. The Nazi regime is always that someone who has the control to burn the books, to control the media, to do all these things that the Nazis did. You have to have a giant government to be able to do that. One that all of us would be incredibly uncomfortable with. One that the left would not argue against Mm -hmm. for a second. They might say they don't want the exact same outcomes, but they want the same amount of power. Yeah. Amen. Uh, All right. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. By the way, once again, just don't forget about Power Hour tomorrow. I'm a little nervous, a little excited, a little nervous. Uh, but we'll all find out together. At oh, least you're there. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.